This balloon-cast episode is based on an article written by Scott Young. The title is The Psychology Behind Why You Can't Put Down Your Phone. Levels? Intermediate up. The iPhone is less than two decades old, yet the psychology behind why it is so hard to put your phone down has been understood for almost a century. In 1898, the great psychologist Edward Thorndike proposed one of the first rules of behavior, the law of effect. He stated simply, rewarded actions tend to increase. Just as a rat gets rewarded with food when he pushes a lever, tends to push the lever more often, every time we check our phones and get a viscerally rewarding stimulus, it strengthens our habit of phone checking. Given this relationship, a reasonable assumption would be that the more consistently an action is rewarded, the more durable the behavior will be. We might expect that a rat that gets a pallet every time it pushes a lever would push the lever consistently. Likewise, we might assume that a burst of entertainment every time you open our phones ought to make us thoroughly obsessed with them. Except, this isn't what early behaviorist psychologists discovered. Instead, unpredictable rewards tend to result in far more durable behavior. The rat that only sometimes gets a food pallet will persist in pushing the lever long after the machine stops dispensing pallets. The human being who only sometimes sees an interesting bit of news will keep refreshing their feed long after there ceases to be anything new or interesting. Explaining compulsive phone checking. Why should unpredictable rewards be more robust than consistent ones? One explanation is adaptive. If I pull the lever and it reliably gives a treat, not getting a treat might indicate the resource has run out. In contrast, if treats only arrive some of the time, a steady period without rewards might just be a streak of bad luck. This psychological quirk helps explain why slot machines are so addictive and why social media algorithms compel us to check our phones, even though most of their content isn't particularly interesting. The last 20 times may have been a dud, but maybe this next time? Unfortunately, this law of behavior makes kicking our wasteful social media habits much harder. Just as a compulsive gambler keeps pulling the arm on a slot machine long after it has become clear the game is a losing bet, we continue checking our phones even when the value we get is far less than the price of constant distraction. Kicking Digital Compulsions In my course, we guide students through a digital declutter. For one month, you restrict non-mandatory social media and device usage. While one month isn't enough to eliminate all the behavioral reinforcement built over years of phone checking, it is long enough to provide some psychological distance that can help you evaluate which tools and services really are worth keeping and which ones you don't miss at all. Next, we cultivate a more deliberate and conscious form of consumption. We help our students selectively bring back the tools, devices, websites, and services they find useful with carefully constructed guardrails so they won't take over their lives. If you've ever wished you could read more books, be more present with your family, or avoid the daily onslaught of negativity so many services seem to push, curated consumption is a saner way to deal with your online media. How about you? Do you think you have a digital or digital compulsions? If so, do you think a course like this would help you? 
Discuss this with your teacher in class.